Hello, fellow pilgrims. At the end of the recording of our last episode with subjects of the fantastic film, I'll Push You, Justin and Patrick, I surprised them by bringing on another character from their award-winning film, Michael Turner, who also happens to be my dear friend of over 30 years. I hope you enjoyed this bonus pod. Uh, You may want to go back and listen to the last pod if you haven't already in order to get the introduction to our conversation. But this continuation, I hope, is a real blessing. Enjoy, and thanks for getting lost with us. Welcome to Pilgrim Lost. Come walk with us while we explore life in hopeful motion. This is Michael Turner, Michael Turner, who stars in the film, I'll Push You. He does. He has a starring role, Academy Award winning performance, he and his son, Matthew. (laughs) Hello, everyone. (laughs) How are you guys doing today? What's up, man? Good. Good. Like a clash of different eras of my life. This is pretty cool. I know. Yeah. I know, man. Look at that. You guys are around each other a lot, right? The three of you? Yeah, we are. It's not enough, but yeah, not enough. So the uh, the El Sobrero scene is amazing in the film. Uh, You touched on a little bit, Patrick, before, but did you guys really not know all those people were like waiting for you to show up? And did did they conspire? Like, how? When did you meet all those people? Like, what the hell? It was crazy. No, we were supposed to meet Joe and Richard. That was it. And they had been chilling at that, that little cafe at the base of Osobrero and pilgrims been coming by, you know, and what are you guys doing? Waiting for, you know, Patrick and Justin, Justin's in a wheelchair, we're going to give him We'll wait, we'll wait. And so we, we, you don't see it in the film. We talk about it in the book a little bit, but it was, it was, okay, here's all these people. Let's stand up. Where are you from? What's your name? Off we go. Mm-hmm. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Michael joined us in in Matthew and Via Franca that the night before, morning. yeah, um, or the night before, the yeah. night before, yeah, um, which is the jumping. It was their first day. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Thank, thank goodness all those people got up from the table, or we might still be on that. Oh, we would have been screwed. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way because yeah. Patrick was baked at that point. He, he had he nothing was, left. I was, was tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that it, was amazing. Yeah. I think I counted at one point, it was like nine languages and six continents of people in that group of people yeah. um, Thank that, you, right. that were helping us get up the hill, something of that nature. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Uh, Michael, when, you, you know, I've talked about this before, but when you, when you think back on experiences with these guys, particularly walking the Camino, like what are the, what are the, what are the big rocks you walk away with? What are the big things you're like, man, I, I think about this all the time, or this is a way my life took a turn for the better or for the worse. Definitely for the better. Um, uh, I think um, just these guys are so good at um, doing what they feel called to in their hearts. And I'm a little more of a, I want to have a process and see the end before I start. And so for me, it was reminder to um, live a little more loosely with following dreams. Um, and so for me to actually say, I think I want to go 
and I want to bring my son to observe good friendships like you guys have, and for my son to observe people um, uh, doing things that maybe others say they can't do. Um, it was it was just uh, very cool that way. So for me, that's what I tell people is the the journey of being with them and and experiencing that and you know, taking the time with my son to do that was, was just outstanding. Yeah. Very fun. Matthew, I think we've talked about the three of us have talked about where when Matthew started on the trip with us, he was Michael's son and um, he ended as Matthew, the co-pilgrim with everyone else, which is kind of what I had hoped and prayed out of that trip. So it's amazing. Affectionately, affectionately nicknamed Pequeño. That's what we call him. <laughs> when you guys, when you guys <laughs> what what um, michael said it reminds me of that point in the film where um you guys are at a uh, cruise to pharaoh and patrick you make the statement something along the lines of i'm committing i don't want to be safe anymore mm-hmm. i don't want to be safe so i'm curious uh michael just basically said the same thing i don't want to be so programmed I, don't want to be so safe anymore and then you said that in the film so i just can we sit on that theme for a second like patrick how you doing with that commitment on camera yeah uh honestly really quite quite well you know for for me you know i I think everyone's sense of safety um you know is is a little different you know we we have different things that we think of safe and my my perverted sense of safety if you will was wrapped up in the idea of control you know, um, type A, very driven. Uh, but in, in my role specifically at the hospital I was working at at the time, you know, I had I had allowed my job to consume me. Like, I mean, I was, when I was at home, I was still at work. You know, I've, I've told the story before, but I, I, I literally answered a phone call from one of my physicians while I was curled up in bed next to my daughter, reading her a story at like eight o'clock at night. Like, who the hell does that? Right, like no, this is this is sacred time, and I was, and there was there were so many things that I had just over and over and over had failed my family, you know, not because I was trying to hurt them, or, you know, in any way, but I I I just I, I didn't see it for what it was, and over and over and over, I gave them reasons to to doubt my 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 love for them, you know, um, my investment in their lives, and it was rooted in that if if I don't have control, I don't feel safe, and. And letting that go and really kind of letting people step in, do what I can't do. Hmm. I've done it as a father. I've done it as a husband. I've done it as a friend. I've done a ton of work. Um, and man, I, I'm so much better for it. <laughs> so much better for it. Michael, are you less safe these days, the last five years? Yeah, I am. I think one of the things that um, I took away um, because there was obviously being a part of Justin and Patrick's story and being there to help and observe. For me, there was um, uh, a, a willingness to just let go of what's going to happen a day or two days or three days. It's just that's one of the things everybody I've heard talk about the Camino is all I have to do today is get from here. I have to feed and feed myself and get to the next shelter. And there's something just beautiful in that, that, you know, what you have to achieve is possible. Yeah. doesn't mean it's easy, but, but you can do it. Um, and so I think I've tried to refocus my, um, 
my time frame that I worry about to number one, don't worry as much, but also just look at the what's the first next step. What's the first next thing I need to do or, and I'll, I'm not going to worry about day two, three, four, five as much. So that's been helpful for me. Um, we also took some steps to read a book called Essentialism. And we also took some steps to simplify our life over the last couple of years. Uh, Julie and I did as the boys um, left the house and downsizing and moving into a smaller place and not having a lot of extra things to do. And that frees you up to just think about the first next step versus um, the day two or three or four. I, that's great, buddy. I, I, I feel like I, I know Justin and Patrick, they, they don't feel like they know me, but I feel like I know them because I've watched the movie <laughs> half a dozen times and I like them so much. I've read the book, um, but you actually know, them, Michael, you actually know these guys and you know that they travel and they probably get asked the same questions over and over and over again. And they try and keep it fresh and they try and bring their heart to every conversation. But are, what's is there a question or a topic that they don't get asked about that you're like, man, somebody this is a question they need to ask. Uh -oh. Yeah. Uh -oh. Is there something that they don't get I'm asked? I'm afraid to find out where this is going to go. <laughs> wow, Tony. That's quite a setup. Yeah. Um, you, you know what I get to witness? And and um, I, I think I would ask them this. You did the journey. And obviously that was a high. And then you've done a lot of um, outstanding efforts since then, whether it's the public speaking or the accessible Caminos, but what keeps you guys going? What's, what's at the heart of your energy to carry on and, and do that? I, I think I know what it is because I watch you guys, but um, I'd love for people to ask you that. Mm. Man, I don't know if I, have I really. I'm going to have asked that. Yeah. Uh, what keeps know, us going? I, you know, Pat, I mean, we've, we've, we've kind of said this, we've said this before in other kind of interviews and people have asked us questions, but, you know, but usually what we, um, not to that degree, Michael, but we've had, uh, you know, Pat and I have always kind of in our friendship, we've always had this motto, this mantra that we follow, which is we follow why we do something, not how we do it. So it's more of a condition of the heart versus a condition of the mind. And so it's really easy to get in the bogged down in the details like, okay, you know, we're going to go on this pilgrimage and we got to have everything ironed out. We have to know all the details of every single trail for each day and blah, blah, blah. Like there came a point where Pat and I were like, I don't want to know any of it. Let's just go and just see how we come out on the other end. Um, and we literally threw caution to the wind and just as a clarification, even when I travel, you know, traveling with a wheelchair isn't easy at all by any stretch of the imagination. And you have to have a lot of things ironed out and figured out. Um, I even about a month prior, I think to us leaving, um, and I'm getting to your answer in a second here, is I was just like, I don't want to bring anything, just my off-road chair and a pack and that's it. Um, and you know, I, what keeps me going since then until now is I just, I'm just a big fan of following where my heart tells me I need to go. And if that's doing, you know, I mean, there's things that Pat and I have done in our working, like as we come back and the films come out and speaking and other things that we've done, 
um, you know, we've pivoted and, and turned and trimmed and, you know, simplified things. And we just kind of, between the two of us, we just have a, a dialogue of, you know, okay, where's our heart telling us? What do we need to be doing here? And uh, it takes listening to others, you know, like Michael, you, we've all, have, we've had many conversations just privately with, with, uh, you know, kind of where we're, where we've struggled of where we share, you know, joys and highs and lows and all that. Um, and, you know, we just, I've just been a big fan of just following, hey, where do we need to be? And where do I feel like I need to be? And I don't have to have all the answers figured out. I just need to follow that trajectory and it'll work itself out um and you know pat and i are, are between the two of us just kind of peeling back the curtain a little bit um our dynamic is 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 unique in a way where i'm kind of like the vision the vision big idea person and pat's the always has always taken the role of uh that's a great idea or sometimes not a great idea. <laughs> That's a great idea. Um, okay. Here's what we need to do to get there. So he doesn't shoot me down and, you know, sometimes my ideas are not good and I'll recognize that, but you know, in the case of the, of the, of the Camino and our accessible Caminos and those kind of things, you know, we just talk it out and, and we just kind of both feel where our heart is in it. And if it's aligned, then we do it. Nice. Um, and that's what keeps me going. So, you know, Patrick, uh, Justin just mentioned some of his ideas are, are crazy sometimes. And it reminded me of Friendsgiving this year and drinking their remainder gravy boat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I well, didn't we, just, we just got derailed real fast, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Well, long story short of that is that a bunch, bunch of people threw some money on the table and dared a, a Kirsten, Justin's wife, to drink. It's probably a cup and a half of straight gravy. gravy. Yeah. She did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my girl. I think it was Justin's <laughs> idea first, though. He, he, we were thinking he might do it. but I was nice going to do it, but then I quickly realized that if I was to drink that gravy, it would not end well for me. And it'd probably be in the middle of the okay. night when my <laughs> wife would have to get me up and deal with all of that. And I could not do that to her. But then I asked her because she could do it. And she's like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> See, Tony, these guys love me in, in spite of my terrible segues or rabbit trails. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah, we spent a good chunk of our time talking about how irrational friendship is, and you are a great example of irrational <laughs> friendship. Uh, do we, we answer his question? I guess, did Justin answer his question to your satisfaction, Tony? That's uh, fine. Did you want to weigh in, Patrick? Is that you? Do you have thoughts on it? Um, Keeping going? The only thing I would add is that, I mean, we, we when we started this whole speaking thing, you know, and, and the, the, you know, the, the book and just where everything's kind of evolved, accessible communos, that kind of stuff, really our, our motivation behind everything. Accessible communos are when you guys organize trips for other people with varying physical disabilities, disabilities right. in order yeah. to go for a portion of the communo or whatever. Right. And you put yeah, those right. together multiple times. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I just want yeah. to define terms. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, like our motivation, I mean, Justin's spot on. We're always about the why. But our, our why consistently is how does this feed things from a, relational perspective, 
right? Is it drawing people together? Is it open people's eyes to different perspectives? Is it giving people an opportunity to step into someone else's story and offer hope, offer love, or are they going to be able to receive it? And so everything kind of like, if we strip it all away, that's the essence. Not that we are going to offer anybody hope or love. That's not the, I mean, we, we want to, but but that, that's not the like, hey, you know, it's Justin Patrick show. What we want is for people to go and, and do the same thing, do likewise over and over and over and replicate this idea that I have the opportunity to bring hope or love to someone in every interaction I have. Right. I don't care how big or how small it is. You have that choice every single day, hundreds of times a day on, on, in some cases. There you go. And, and if we can give someone a little bit of a nudge in that direction from the work we do, it's a win. Every time that happens, it's a win. Every time someone opens yeah. our eyes to maybe how we're not doing it, because we've gotten off track and well, wait a minute, I thought about you guys were all about this. And we get kind of a, a, a gut check. It's a win. And, and I think that is what keeps me going is, is knowing that there, there are so many people out there who have so much to offer. Um, and if, if we can be any type of catalyst to, to shed light on what they're doing or to bring people together to make it happen. Yes. Awesome. I, I continue to believe I choose to, to believe and to not let up on this idea that the pilgrim life ultimately has nothing to do with going to the other side of the world has nothing to do with taking a month off of work or having to have this whole historical narrative behind it that you're walking that it really is about a heart it's about postures and beliefs and living out those postures and beliefs every day at work in the neighborhood at the pub wherever so um either uh justin or patrick what's give me one way that you guys think michael turner exemplifies pilgrim living mm. every single time we go to dinner I don't care or, or, or drinks yeah. the way like he's, he, he, he's, he's opened my eyes to this uh, in a lot of ways. Um, he, he can enter into a conversation with a complete stranger and make them feel like they're the only person that matters in that moment. Hmm. And that's, that's like, that's just, it's just, it's just, it's natural. And you, when you, when you see someone's face light up, I remember one time <laughs> we were at dinner. It was actually uh, Michael, uh, Julia, and my, my wife and I. Um, I don't remember what we were out for. We were a place called uh, called Gino's, and uh, it's an Italian restaurant. And we we were getting recommendations from um, the waitress on food and wine. And by the end of the evening, we knew her name, we knew her kids' names, we knew what was what was up next in her life, how long she'd been working there. And it wasn't like it was. Wow, this guy's asking all these questions and I got to kind of share and I want to get away from him. Like she was just like, she actually sat down next to us in a chair at one point because it was a little bit lighter and we, the five of us just talked. And that is 100% because of Michael Turner. Nice. Justin, you want to add anything to that? Or just a uh, hearty I mean, amen? Amen, for sure. I mean, I've, def I've definitely have witnessed uh, Michael in action um, and I could definitely echo. I mean, just he just has a natural knack act for, or knack for that, um, and I've learned a lot from from him over the last few years on that front. Um, you know what I've always appreciated about um, Michael is he's he's the 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 short list 
of people in my life where I know I can go to and I can talk yeah. to him and that he'll give me an honest answer about, um, about, you know, what he thinks about whatever we're talking about. Hmm. Um, and I respect that answer. So, um, and I take it to heart. So, um, you know, I've, I've learned a lot from Michael, um, in, in guidance and, and, has, and he's just one of those people that I, that I can go to. And I know that he's that way for a lot of people. Um, yeah. You know, and he's a, he's a, just a testament to, to Michael as a, as a person who he is because he's, he's an amazing leader in his workplace. Um, and we see that because we've met several of his coworkers and they all respect him. So um, I knew as soon as I met Michael, I think he was like the, he was the first person I met before I even moved back to Idaho, um, you know, that summer that we decided to move from California to, to Idaho. He was the first person I met, Pat's house in his living room. I never, never forget that. So, um, you know, we've been friends ever since. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and Michael is one generous dude. Yeah. Big heart. I believe you. Yeah. yeah um, one, one thing, um, this just happened. It's, it's timing is just so ironic to me. Uh, so many times, Tony. Yesterday, uh, one of those you have a memory from this day popped up and um, I'm going to tell why, what popped up yesterday after I tie it back to what you said, which is we can live the Camino wherever we're at. Many times the Camino provided the accountability, so to speak, that you are there and you're going to do it and nothing got in the way that day. But these guys, for me, are a place where I can live the Camino back home because of that accountability and that encouragement and the fact that it's okay to share what you're dealing with. Um, yesterday, the memory popped up on my um, OneDrive where uh, it was a day many years ago. And um, one of the reasons I wanted my son to witness this um, was he deals with low vision. And I wanted him to see someone overcoming a disability um, and doing whatever he could uh, and not being limited by traditional limitations. And um, it was, I love basketball, as you know, Tony from college. And um, it was the day I realized watching my son play uh, fourth or fifth grade basketball that he was not going to play basketball because he just couldn't see the ball well enough to catch it. Hmm. Yesterday, this memory popped up, and um, hmm. after I got done crying, I sent these guys and the other guys in our group a text, and I said, hey, um, the person recording this video didn't realize while he was recording that this was a major day in his life when he realized he was going to give up on a dream that he had for his son even though my son was running around out there trying to do his best to play basketball to please his dad. Hmm. And uh, I realized that wasn't going to, it wasn't enjoyable for him. He was doing it for me and uh, it wasn't going to last a lot longer. Um, and um, I, I didn't, I, I don't mourn well. Um, and these guys have given me friends and um, a friend group and a community group to mourn with and to help walk through those things. Um, and so um, that was my, you know, my 
big thankfulness for these guys and the group of guys we're in yesterday is I could go to them and say, hey, this is a big moment in my life and I relived it today on video. And um, I'm thankful for that you guys give me a place to call and, and you mourn with me. Everybody out there in uh, the Pilgrim Lost community, um, I just love that testimony that being a pilgrim is not living alone. The idea that you guys are in a small group together and you share these things and you share your your sorrows and your mourning as well as your goals and your dreams and your you when you are able to overcome you have those things to do and i just want to encourage everybody that don't be alone go share these like this lifestyle with others share your goals for this year for 2022 to be be more physically mobile if you can to be more connected to your community, to be more healthy and to be more inspired, to be more creative, these things, these principles of the pilgrim life really reach into it. Guys, thank you so much, Michael. Thank you, my friend of 33 years. And Justin and Patrick, you guys have been a blessing to me. Uh, 2022 is starting well because I got to spend this time with the two of you. Thank you. I've told you before that you're kind of heroes of mine. So this has been super duper fun for me and everybody help a kid go to camp, help a kid with muscular dystrophy, go to camp, go to allpushyou.com slash MDA, um, have a movie night with your family and help a kid go to camp, uh, reach into your jar on the dresser and plot some money and help a kid go to camp, get that you know, five or 10% you'd like to give each month to something and send it to all push you and send it to camp. Let's, let's do that for that. Thank you so much. And um, this is Building Lost. Thanks for getting lost with us. Aww, that was fun. I have a hopeful motion. Thank you for walking with us. To stay connected, visit us at pilgrimlost.com. Please comment, share, and respond.